Fall is the season of gathering that brings us together with warmth and color. So whether it's a birthday, anniversary, or a special event, celebrate your friends and family with a gorgeous bouquet of roses from 1-800-Flowers.com. 1-800-Flowers makes it easy to brighten someone's day with 24 multicolored roses for just $39.99. To get 24 multicolored roses for just $39.99, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Hi, this is Cal Ripken Jr., and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. Mike Lindsley back with you. Another episode here of the ML Sports Platter all over the major platforms like Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, you name it. Go ahead and download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review uh, where podcasts are found. Uh, on your smartphone device, don't forget, just go look at the purple button, for example, the purple podcast button on an Apple phone. Tap that, search ML Sports Platter, hit subscribe, and new and archived episodes are into your phone instantly. We are brought to you by Bryant & Stratton College for every and in life. Bryant & Stratton College, two- and four-year degrees, academics, excellence. It is a tremendous place. Uh, you play sports. You can learn uh, tons of different uh, business degrees. And uh, there's a nursing program now that just got introduced. It's awesome there. It's a great time to be a Bobcat. And if you're in and around Central New York, two awesome locations, James Street in the city and, of course, in Liverpool. BryantStratton.edu, academics, and athletics and excellence right now with the Bobcats. We're also sponsored by Welching Company Jewelers, Prestwick Golf, and our good friends over at Rosie's Corner. So I want to spend a good chunk of time talking about Phil Mickelson winning the PGA Championship and you know what this means for him, for golf, the future, all sorts of stuff. First things first, there were two things going into um, this tournament on the final day, that is, uh, you know, the first, the first um, time we've ever witnessed, you know, the chance that somebody at this age could, could win a major. I, Tom Watson, not too long ago, almost won the Open Championship, but there were two big things going into Sunday. Um just that were historic, really. And one of them was that, you know, Mickelson could become the, you know, the oldest major winner, right? Number one. Number two, not since 1981 in the Masters had the final pairing both had a minimum of four majors. The other guy, of course, Phil Mickelson was playing with, Brooks Kepka, And so... Those two things were extremely significant. 99, by the way, of the top 100 golfers play in the PGA Championship, uh, played in the PGA Championship this year. That tournament is usually the stiffest, toughest competition. The course, by the way, with the wind and the elements and the difficulty, should not have adapted well with Phil's skill set. 
I know he's hitting it a mile now and all the rest, but going into it, you look and you said, geez, this just isn't a good fit, is it? I mean, between the age and the skill set and the course and, well, this is why sports are amazing. And Phil Mickelson makes history. He wins his sixth major. Um, you know, he still has that, you know, that U.S. Open that's eluded him, you know, multiple times, obviously. The most famous one probably, you know, at Pinehurst in 99, losing to Payne Stewart. Um, but he gets his sixth, his sixth major. And he is the oldest golfer um, ever uh, to win a major. And, you know, he bogeyed one. And I thought to myself, boy, that that could be... That that could be that could be detrimental, right? That could really I mean, how's he gonna react to this? And you know, I was texting with a ton of my buddies leading up to Sunday. Cause all of us golf junkies, man, we love stuff like this, man. We love, you know, Jack Nicholas in eighty six and Tiger in two thousand and nineteen and you know it's just this is what it's about, right? And we were texting, like, man, I don't know if he can hold up. Uh, I think he might fall back a little bit, and Kepka's going to get him. And, you know, and Mickelson just rebounded and made shots and, you know, hits one out of the sand and in and, you know, really hung in there, kept driving the ball with unbelievable force and distance. And obviously around the greens, he may be the best, you know, I don't want to say short game. Well, I guess I do. Short game player of all time. Um, you know, short game, I, you know, you think 100 yards and in. But, I mean, short, short game with him, like, around the greens. He's one of the greatest iron players to ever play, too. He strikes it unbelievably well. And when Mickelson's rolling in the greens in regulation, now he's hard to beat when he's, when he's hitting it like that. But he just, he hung in there. And it was awesome. It was really, really great to see. Now, before I dive into Phil Mickelson in terms of, you know, where he is historically and all the rest, I wanted to get into two quick things. The immediate future. You know, what does this do for golf's immediate future? Number one, Phil Mickelson, you know, 50 is a new 40 now on tour. These guys are spending piles of money, and they've got it on personal chefs, personal trainers, personal nutritionists, life coaches, uh, uh, exercise coaches. They've got more personal needs uh, people um, now than ever before. Phil lost a ton of weight. He doesn't have those man jugs anymore. He's got rid of the the cottage cheese hips and all the rest of it, and uh, he looks spectacular. I mean, you could argue that he looks better at 50 than he did at, you know, 38, 39, 40, um, and, and it's just, it's showing on the course. I mean, he's a lot more flexible, uh, again, <laughs> going up against guys who are 30, you know, 25 years younger, almost 30 years younger than you in some cases. Um, and to be able to still kill the ball the way he is and, and, you know, shape shots and all the rest, it, it's just, it's really, really impressive. I thought it was really cool. You know, hopefully one day we'll see Tiger back out on the course, but he, you know, congratulated Phil. And I think, a lot of people in golf are looking at Phil, and that's where I'm going with this. They're looking at Mickelson and going, hmm, if I can stay in shape for a while, you know, hit my prime in my 30s and, and all that, 
and then my 40, eh, when I turn 40, it's not going to be over for me. You know, when I turn 45, it's not going to be over for me. If I keep on keeping on, it's not going to be over for me because I can keep winning tournaments. You can go to the Champions Tour and win. I have um, utmost respect for the Champions Tour because there's so many really, really good players and so many legends of the game on that tour. But in the annals of golf history, you know, winning on the Champions Tour does not equate to being 50 and winning the PGA Championship. It just doesn't. Tiger Woods, and I know the accident happened, but I always thought he was never going to play on the Champions Tour because there just wasn't enough in it for him. Um, what's he going to do? Try to go become the greatest Champions Tour of all times or the greatest golfer of all time? Is he going to go try to compete with guys and you know be 55 and say, hey, I won the blank open? I just don't, nothing in it for him. There's something maybe in it for guys like, you know, your Hale Irwins and your Tom Kites and your, you know, those kind of Jim Furyk, you know, those kind of players. Not not for Tiger. Phil Mickelson? Yeah, I guess a little bit. But again, it doesn't equate to winning on the PGA Tour. And Phil Mickelson now, as we look at his career... He's got the six major wins, right? He won the Masters in 2004, 2006, 2010, the Open Championship in 13, which was a, just a remarkable event, remarkable, spectacular comeback trail type of win. And, you know, he's got two PGAs in 2005. I actually went to the first day of that one in Baltistral in Jersey. And then this year at the island course at Kiowa. So that's six majors. He also has won 45 times, folks, on the tour now. That's a big number. Big number. He's won 11 times on the European tour, once on the Sunshine tour, once on the Asian tour, uh, uh, once on the PGA tour of Australasia. I think that's Australasia, right? That's what that's called, Challenge Tour. He's got one and then two from the PGA Tour champions and, and, and then four others. And when you combine his PGA and European wins, he's over 55. I mean, that, that's a good number. You know, you take the Asian Tour, too, it's a big deal. You have 57 wins between those three. That's pretty unbelievable. And when you look at them all time in, in terms of major wins, here's who's ahead of them. Billy Casper. Byron Nelson, Arnold Palmer, Ben Hogan, Jack Nicholas, Tiger Woods, Sam Snead. That's it. He's ahead of Watson. He's ahead of Sarazen. He's ahead of VJ. He's ahead of Trevino. He's ahead of, you know, a lot of guys he's ahead of. Tommy Armour, Raymond Floyd, Davis Love III. He's ahead of all these guys. Ernie Els, you know. He got a lot of, I think, time to see, you know, where does Rory end up on this list, right? Where does Dustin Johnson? I mean, Dustin Johnson's got 24 wins already. I don't think people realize that. Rory's got 19. Dustin Johnson has 24. He's got a real shot. I mean, he's 80. Let's see. He was born in 84. He's about five years younger than me, 36 years old. Uh, you know, he, he could he could be putting it together. 
for a long time. He could he could win. I mean, at 36, you, you figure another 20 years for him, 15, 20 years playing. You know, he 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 could end up in that in that low 40s area. He really could. Um, and now, you know, you you start to think about okay, with Phil's win, where does this put him all time? Right. And I had him pretty much in the top 10 before this victory. But now he's not only solidified and immovable until many players come in and kick him out. Uh, you know, Rory could, if, uh, Brooks could. I mean, these guys with their majors already. I mean, you think about Brooks Kepka has four majors already. Rory has four majors already. Right? Like, that's big-time stuff. They could catch Phil easily. I mean, they only have to win three more to, to win more than Phil. I think Brooks Kepka's going to win. He's so just dialed in with the majors and all that, and, and he just loves the, loves the stage. I think he's going to win eight, nine, ten majors, minimum. I know we get, you know, you got to be careful when we do that, right? You get caught up in... I mean, look at what Tiger, Tiger was going to catch Jack Nicholas with his eyes closed and, you know, his world falls apart and, and, you know, the comeback and all the rest and, and he won't ever catch Jack now, but Brooks Kepka could catch Palmer, Trevino, Faldo, Mickelson, Jones, Varden, Sneed, you know, I mean, he could, he could catch all those guys. Um, I don't think there's any, any doubt about it. Um, you know, Tom Watson has eight, Gary Player nine, Ben Hogan nine. He could he could get up there with those guys. Uh, hell, he could get up there with Walter Hagen, who has 11. He could, if he gets wicked hot, he could catch Tiger. I mean, that's not out of the realm of possibility. He's got to win 11 more, which, you know, and Jack's at 18. But he could catch Tiger. He could catch Jack. if he. But he's got to go on just a wicked run at some point. He's got to go on a run like Woods did. You know, that 99, 2000, 2001, early 2002, uh, you know, Masters, Bethpage, Black, and all the rest, he'd have to do something close to that uh, to to pile up some majors quickly and stay healthy. We've seen him have a little bit of knee trouble already, so that's something to monitor. But where is, uh, you know, in the pantheon of golf, where is Phil? Where is Phil? He's easily top 10, but is he inside that by a little bit of an amount, right? Here's the thing. There are so many elite golfers all time. I just listed, honestly, a bunch of them. And I think I think once you get to, I mean, look, it's, it's hard to win one major. You get two... Two-ish, three-ish, you know, you're, you're knocking a little bit on the Hall of Fame door, especially if you're a really, really good player. And other, you know, you've got a bunch of other tour wins. You know, you're really, really successful globally. Uh, you know, you, you have an impact on the game, maybe in the Ryder Cup, you're a great international player type of a thing. Like Sergio Garcia, because of his Ryder Cup, and I'll get to the Phil Top 10 thing in a minute, but I wanted to tie this stuff in. Like... Sergio Garcia, you know, has the one Masters win, right? 
but his international play is, you know, it's, 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 it's spectacular. You can win just a couple of majors and still be a Hall of Famer. You can be Jose Maria Olathabel, you know, Retief Goose and Bernard, Lang- Bernard Lang- Langer. I can't believe he only has two. Um, I still can't believe that. I really can't. Greg Norman, two, right? Could have had three or four. You know, Andy North, two. You know, these guys are all great players. Jordan Spieth, are, you know, he has three, right? Like, these are all great players and, in many respects, Hall of Fame players. You know, it's hard to win one. You get that second, third. But then when you start getting into 4-5 territory, that's when we start rolling out the word elite. And that's where I would put Kepka and McElroy all time already because they already have four majors. I mean, and they have a ton of golf left to play. You know, you get into that four, five, six type where you're getting Faldo, you're getting Byron Nelson, you're getting Seve Ballesteros. I mean, you're getting some major, major Raymond Floyd. Ernie Ells has four, right? Like these are, you know, these are these are elite guys here, right? Elite players. There's elite, there's great, there's good. Elite players all time. There are a ton of them. I mean, if 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 elite is, and I say it is, you know, around four major, four and up majors, you got you got twenty players, <laughs> 20, 25 players all time, who are elite. Now, I judge a lot of things on as far as you know the all time list in golf. I, I judge it on uh, major wins first. You know, PGA Tour wins, obviously. Impact an era you played in. What's your international record? Things of that sort. For example, Colin Montgomery is never going to be a top 10 player of all time. But he is a top 10 or top 5, could be top 3, Ryder Cup player of all time. You know, back in the day when you when you think about what he achieved. The reality with this is that there are players who, and Mickelson, maybe he'll win another major. He's going home to play Torrey Pines, the U.S. Open, which should be hell of a sight. God, man, the ratings are going to be great for that. Mickelson and Kepka, I mean, they drew 13 by, I think it was by 7 o'clock, I heard the stat. They had 13 million people, you know, watching, watching that, you know. So, I mean, if I do quick math, what do we have, 330 million people who live in this country? Let me just see what we got here. 330 million times, I mean, that that's a good, that's a, you know, that's a decent share for a Sunday, No, you know, without Tiger. <laughs> um, but the ratings will be banana land for the U.S. Open as well. The elite golfers, and Mickelson may win another, he, I mean, he may, he may. Um, I'm not going to put it, I'm not going to say he can't for sure but let's just say he doesn't win a major another major I think that he's you know there's a there are a lot of guys he just can't no matter what at this point he just can't top a few of these players if Mickelson wins another major and he might not even have to win two because I think Phil not only with six, but that tag of oldest golfer to ever win a major now, and the way he did it, six majors feels almost like six and a half, doesn't it? Right? Like, does Phil Mickelson, if he wins one more major and he ends at seven, Palmer, Sneed, Sarazen, Bobby Jones, and Varden, 
That's the territory Phil Mickelson would enter with one more major win. As it is right now, he's in Nick Faldo, Lee Trevino area, which is pretty good. But I got Mickelson past those two guys. I got the, I got him past both of them because of the you know the era, the competition. Think about this too. Phil Mickelson, 45, 45 PGA Tour wins, six majors, and 11 uh, uh, European wins in the Tiger era. You know, like, the, the, the era you play in sometimes dictates how much you win. Men's tennis players the last 20 years, you know, you're gonna, if you're Andy Roddick, if you're Andy Murray, if you're, you know, you're looking at, like, dude... I was born at the wrong time. I had to deal with Joker. I had to deal with Nadal. I have to deal with Federer. You know? Patrick Ewing, Charles Barkley, Carl Malone, Sean Kemp, John Stockton, Gary Payton. They all don't have rings because of Michael Jordan. Dominique Wilkins, Clyde Drexler. You know? They don't have rings. They don't have rings because of Michael Jordan. Tom Brady. You know, does Peyton Manning have four or five rings if he's not in the era? You know, with Tom Brady, you can go on and on and on with different sports, different era. Look at the 80s, right? I mean, if, 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 if I mean, do the Bruins have one cup? Do, do, does somebody else have a, another, an extra cup or two? You know, does Calgary win a couple if the Oilers and the Islanders are not dynasties? You know, it's all very possible if, you know, you're not in the area, you win a lot more. Same thing with Phil. Phil in the Tiger era to get 45 wins on tour, 11 European, and six of those being majors in terms of the 45. It's a remarkable accomplishment. And again, having that title of oldest golfer uh, ever to win a a major. Listen, I got him ahead of Nick Faldo. I got him ahead of Lee Trevino. So the question is, who is ahead of Phil Mickelson? Jack Nicklaus, well, I got Tiger Woods as the greatest golfer of all time. I know he's short by a few um, major wins, but... I've explained a million times over why I think Tiger's number one. I got Tiger one. I got Nicholas two. Now, from here, it gets really hairy because Walter Hagen is the one guy on this list who I can never figure out where to put him historically. He has 11 majors, but he played in an era where the tour was just not really that deep. He didn't have a ton of... um, you know, like the 300 best player in the world. I mean, it was dominated. It was top heavy. Uh, I mean, you had Jimmy Barnes, I guess. I'm kind of going through the, the years here to see if some of these other guys. Jim Barnes was uh, the Englishman played, I guess, in that time, right? Um, I'm trying to think, trying to see who else maybe played that 1915, 1914 to 1929 type of area. Um, you know, guys like Ted Ray. Jack Hutchinson, I guess, are, are in this group. Um, but it wasn't close to what it is today. You got a, you had a lot of guys winning one major, I guess, from that era that I didn't realize. Now that I look at it, you got um, Arthur Haven, Havers, George Duncan, guys like the Chick Evans. So maybe maybe it was a little bit deeper than than I than, than I thought. Um, Still, though, not in the Tiger era, not in the Nicholas uh, Palmer player Watson era. I got Tiger one, I got Nicholas two, and I don't know where the hell to put Walter Hagen. And therefore, I got Ben Hogan three. Ben Hogan's got nine majors. You think about the comeback 
my goodness. I mean, the, the, the career that he had, uh, absolutely spectacular. Um, it, it, you know, just, I mean, he was hit by a bus, right? And, and you know, you could argue, I, I know people were going nuts about Tiger, as, as was I, but like, Ben Hogan, you could you could make an argument. I mean, this guy comes back after after that crash, and you know, 1950 U.S. Open, he just goes out and wins it. One of the sweetest swings. I mean, everybody knows the famous picture. The guy was a player, man. I got him number three. I think Ben Hogan is is number three. I do. Who do I have number four? You know, I I guess I'm going to go Gary Player. Um, He's got nine majors, like Hogan, player, for some reason, like Tom Watson, gets forgotten about. I would put player right there. Then I would put, I think I would probably put, yeah, I mean, I'd go Tiger, Jack, Hogan, player, Watson right after that, just because he has one more major than Bobby Jones. Then I would go Bobby Jones. See, that's six already. That's six golfers already. Now, where do I go now with Arnold Palmer is the second most impactful golfer of all time behind Tiger. Uh, you know, I, I, that I probably go, he's got one more major. You look at impact, you look at overall wins, this and that and the other thing. I probably go Arnold Palmer, but then again, I have to figure out Walter Hagen. Palmer has 62 wins professionally around the PGA Tour. You know, you got to put him because of more wins and another major. He's got to be ahead of Phil. Then what do I do? Do I put Walter Hagen right there and then Mickelson? Or Mickelson ahead of Hagen because of the PGA Championship recently and the significance of it? He's five majors behind, though. which is So I, I'm going to put Hagen and then Phil. So where does that leave Phil? Well, if we recount, Tiger, Jack, Ben Hogan, Gary Player, Tom Watson, Bobby Jones, Arnold Palmer, excuse me, Bobby, yeah, Bobby Jones, Arnold Palmer, Walter Hagen, Phil Mickelson, I think, at number nine. Now, there's one other guy, and that's Sam Snead, who has seven majors, Again, because of era and significance of Phil doing it at that age, I have Phil slightly ahead of Snead. Um, actually, no, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, mm, boy, Sam Snead, because he's got the PGA wins record too. That's a big deal. That's a big deal, and he played in a pretty darn crazy great era. I mean, he had to deal with Ben Hogan and others. Man, this is tough. Phil Mickelson or Sam Snead in there? Man, at nine. Um. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna have to put Snead ahead of Mickelson. I'm gonna have to because he has one more major. Not that that's the end all be all. It's not the it's not the the decider for me. Uh, but the wins record doesn't get talked about enough in golf. 82. He's tied with Tiger. So that puts Phil actually right at top 10. Puts him right at 10. And it tells you a couple different things. It tells you that he's a hell of a player. And number two, it tells you how elite the other guys are, too. I mean, to be able to have careers that are ranked ahead of Phil Mickelson. Um, 
So Tiger, Jack, Ben Hogan, Gary Player, Tom Watson, Bobby Jones, Arnie, Walter Hagen. You know what? I'm going to put Sam Snead ahead of Walter Hagen too. And I'm, I'm going to go Snead, then, then I'm going to go Hagen, then Mickelson. And you know what? I'm going to put Mickelson 9. I'm going to go Hagen 10. That's what I'm going to do. And I know he has five more majors than Phil. But I, I look at, I'm looking at the, 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 the impact of the game playing in the Tiger era. 58 total wins for Walter Hagen, too. 58. But I, you know, and I know he was the father of professional golf. He brought prestige, big prize money. He was, you know, lucrative. I mean, he did a lot of stuff that Tiger did decades before. Um, I got to go. He was born in Rochester as well. For some of you who are listening in New York State and didn't know that. Um, I just, man, I, with Phil and the significance being the oldest player and 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 doing all this in the Tiger era I, and the depth of the tour, I got to put Mickelson at nine. I'm going to put him at nine and then Hagen at ten. That's, man, he's inside the top ten. And that's, that's pretty good. And I knew I'd waffle a little bit as I was doing this list. Tiger, Jack, Ben Hogan, Gary Player, Tom Watson, Bobby Jones, Arnold Palmer, Sam Snead, Phil Mickelson, and then Walter Hagen. That's pretty good. By the way, Mickelson is ahead of, you know, Byron Nelson on this my list. You know, Ballesteros, Ells, Rory, Brooks Kepka, Tommy Armour, Hal Irwin, VJ Singh, Padre, Jordan Spieth. Any, you say, well, geez, Jordan Spieth. Yeah, but Jordan Spieth has three majors. Um, unbelievable. Wow. What a win for Phil. Super happy for him. Great, great moment in golf. ML Sports Platter brought to you by Stanley Law Offices, the Vince Aguera Consulting Group, Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, and our good buddy Brian Conboy over at Mass Mutual New York State. Tax-efficient retirement planning today with Brian. Make sure you go with Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State. Make sure you also hit me on Twitter, at Mike L Sports, ML Sports Platter on Facebook and Instagram. I do nine-minute with Mike Lindsley videos and one-minute ML Sports takes on all the platforms like Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, IGTV, and TikTok. So make sure you follow me across the board there. Again, new and archived episodes can be delivered right to your cell phone. Just download and subscribe to the pod where you get podcasts on your smartphone device. Uh, find that purple podcast button, for example, on an Apple phone. Tap it. Hit hit uh, search, type in ML Sports Platter, hit the subscribe button, and you are off and running. Thank you so much for listening again, and as I always tell you, enjoy the games.
Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our weekend special. Save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, free premium delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.